Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Paving a path forward for the new right. If you are a conservative, if you are a religious person, if you are a traditionalist, frankly, if you just love this country. And exposing the woke left. Fight back. This is the Josh Hammer Show. Do we want to lose? Is that the goal of the Republican Party? Is that the goal of what it means to be on the right in America in the year 2023? Look, I understand that we are up against powerful forces. I understand full well that we are deplorables up against a uniparty bipartisan ruling class establishment that is in hoc to a liberal universalist globalist agenda that simply oftentimes does not share the values and concrete interests of the median American in the heartland. I agree strongly with all that. I have dedicated my career to pushing back on that ruling class. But in order to push back on that ruling class, people, you have to win. There is no dignity in nominating surefire loser candidates. And if you are looking around the country right now, And you think that Donald Trump is the Republican Party's best chance to win next fall. I I simply ask you what planet you are living on. And that's not to say that the policy platform, the rhetoric, the substance, I'm not saying that that is not important. I'm the most substance-oriented person out there. I loathe many of these other candidates purely based on substance. The boomer cons such as Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Mike Pence, and so forth. I would never even look twice. Think about supporting some of these quintessential boomer cons on the substance. But at some point, the electability of the candidate matters. This is the Josh Hammer Show. I think the name of the game when it comes to judicial nominations just continues to get ever more divisive, ever, ever more partisan. Much of that, frankly, is just inevitable. It is really, it started a very long time ago in 1987 with Bob Bork's defeated Supreme Court nomination. That's really what kind of ushered in the modern era of partisan Supreme Court nominations. Again, it, it's taken Republicans a long time to catch up here. The left figured out a long time ago. Democrats figured out a long time ago, whether it was Bob Bork in 87, Clarence Thomas in 91, Sam Alito in the early 2000s, and Kavanaugh infamously in 2018. They figured out a long time ago to make judicial nominations actual warfare. Republicans are only slowly, slowly starting to catch up to this because, wow, I mean, Judge Tancha Kenra was approved 95 to 0, my goodness, in June 2014. Hard to imagine that vote would ever go down today. The Josh Hammer Show. The Speaker of the House has been openly flirting with the idea of leading House Republicans to file articles of impeachment against Joe Biden, effectively alleging that he engaged in a quid pro quo bribery scheme of sorts. But it's really not much of an allegation because Joe Biden has openly admitted to this, actually. If you go back six or seven years ago, we've all seen that viral video 
of Joe Biden, I think he was before the CFR, the Council on Foreign Relations, a total kind of neoliberal globalist foreign policy think tank of sorts. I think he was talking to the Council on Foreign Relations when he openly said, and, you know, he kind of did the whole like slapstick, I'm, I'm Joe from Scranton kind of thing. He openly said he was bragging. He was bragging about the fact that he withheld U.S. aid to Ukraine while he was Barack Obama's vice presidential point man on that very troubled country. He withheld aid there or held it up so that Ukraine could fire the prosecutor who was investigating Burisma. Yes, that Burisma. The Burisma that was paying, as we now know, Hunter Biden, an astounding $83,000 per month to do what exactly? Well, no one knows to this day, but presumably it was not for his expertise on Eastern European oil and natural gas assets. It's actually even worse than this. Chuck Grassley, the soon-to-be 90-year-old senator from Iowa, a Republican institutionalist, if there was any institutionalist out there, released a very lightly redacted FBI form FD-1023, outlining from Mikola Zlochevsky, the Burisma founder, how there were $5 million in quid pro quo payments that seemed to have been made from Zlochevsky and Burisma and assorted dark money sources. $5 million per Biden, one to the big guy, Joe, one to the prodigal son, Hunter, in exchange for a favorable regulatory policy, getting the prosecutor fired, and so on and so on. This is the Josh Hammer Show. Bloomberg gun control group spending six figures to pressure Tennessee Republicans to adopt red flag law. Well, I can't imagine how well Mike Bloomberg sponsored gun control money is going to go over there when it gets to Tennessee, which is a very red state, by the way. Now, Nashville itself certainly is blue. Memphis itself is certainly blue. Tennessee as a whole is a very, very red state, much redder than most of these other larger than average red states. I mean, give me a break. Give me a break. I mean, like no chance. And and what a just waste of money for someone like Mike Bloomberg, whose presidential campaign, of course, did not go anywhere at all. Someone who does not fit in particularly well with the Democratic Party. But, you know, speaking of this terrible, horrific school shooting at the Christian school there in the Nashville area in late March. Where's the manifesto? Yeah, I, I think we're still waiting on the manifesto from the crazed transgender lunatic shooter to be released. Last I checked, it was in court. Someone was suing and it was pending before a judge. I have not seen a resolution yet, but we are not going to forget about this. This was four and a half months ago. We need to see that manifesto release. That is where I would like to see more attention placed, not necessarily red flag laws, which are feckless in a dubious constitutionality to begin with. The Josh Hammer Show. Another way of thinking about this is the golden arches theory of conflict prevention, as some people call it, which is the basic idea. The golden arches there refers to McDonald's. It was no less a neoliberal shill than New York Times columnist Tom Friedman. I think he might have even coined the term. Could be wrong about that. But the golden arches theory of peace, conflict prevention, whatever you want to call it, 
according to Tom Friedman and other proponents, basically says that in all the countries where you have a McDonald's, you're going to have peace because McDonald's is a proxy for capitalism and economic liberalism, laissez-faire. And if you're a democratized country enough, if you're a capitalist country enough, if you're a quote-unquote free country enough where you have McDonald's and other kind of thriving American exports of capitalism, then you probably are a liberal country broadly construed, right liberal or left liberal, and you will not go to war with each other. Very similar idea was this notion of the end of history brought to us by another midwit faux intellectual, Francis Fukuyama, who first published this thesis around the time of the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989, basically arguing that the end of the Cold War was the end of history because it would just be a linear upward trajectory towards more democracy, more capitalism, more neoliberalism, more globalism, more free trade, blah, 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 blah. Well, how has that been working out? How has that been working out for American manufacturing? How has that been working out for French culture, Spanish culture, Italian culture, any country in Europe, for that matter, that has listened to neoliberals like Angela Merkel and brought in millions of Syrian refugees in 2015 or the like? How has that been working out for the United States southern border? This is The Josh Hammer Show. And all patriots should pray that this cold civil war that we are now in never turns hot, God forbid. But how else to look across the landscape? How else to look at wokeism, revanchist cultural leftism, what they are doing across every sector of the country, politically, culturally, from a corporate perspective, from an educational indoctrination perspective? How else to look at that and to conclude otherwise? The left at a much earlier time stopped believing in these pie-in-the-sky dreams, these easily foreseeable and predictable shortcomings. They have adopted a strategy of revving up, firing up the base, and because grassroots activism, going back to the Alinsky community organizer tradition, the very tradition of which the 44th president, Barack Obama, came of age, of course, They are better at grassroots activism. They are better trained at it. 